Section 16 of Birds and All Nature, Volume 6, Number 4, November 1899. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. Section 16 The Chipmunk. Tamias Listeri, CCM. Naturalists, as well as many ordinary observers, it is said, recognize numerous varieties among the chipmunks of the United States, founded principally on the markings of the fur, for in their habits they are all very similar. Elliot Coos describes four varieties found in this country. The American chipmunk, hacky or chipping squirrel, Tamias listeri, is distributed all over the United States. The face is of a reddish-brown tint, with darker spots on the forehead and cheeks. The nape of the neck is ashen gray, the hindquarters reddish-brown, the under surface whitish. There is a dark brown stripe on the back, a black stripe over the eye, with white above and below it, and there is a wide white side streak, edged with blackish-brown. The upper surface of the tail is dark brown, the base being grayish-yellow the tip whitish, and the lower surface a ruddy hue. This description may seem superfluous in view of our picture of the lively little animal. We think, however, it may induce closer observation of the markings of its fur. The chipmunk is visible at all seasons of the year, but late in summer it may be seen running about, its cheek pouches filled and its eyes beaming with the satisfaction which its riches afford it. According to the different months in which they mature, it gathers its varied stores, for the most part consisting of buckwheat, hazelnuts, maple seeds, and corn. During the winter it hibernates to some extent, but it seems to stand in need of food during the whole winter. Audubon dug up a burrow in January, and at the depth of about four feet he found a large nest of leaves and grass in which were three chipmunks. Others seem to have disappeared in the lateral passages at the approach of the diggers. The animals were overcome with sleep and not very active, but they were not as torpid as true hibernating animals are, and they snapped viciously at the naturalist who tried to handle them. The animal does not become torpid before November. It does not leave its subterranean home during the winter, but keeps a passage open. When the snow melts, it begins its activity above ground. The young are born in May, and a second litter usually in August. It is said the males engage in fierce combats during the breeding season. The farmer is not very friendly to this animal, which he regards as a pest. It is hunted extensively. A whole army of enemies is constantly engaged in its pursuit. Boys utilize it to practice the noble sport of hunting. Weasels pursue it both on and under the ground, cats deem it a prey equally as good as rats and mice, and all larger birds of prey carry it off whenever they have a chance. One of these birds has even gained for itself the name of squirrel hawk because of its attacks on the chipmunk. The rattlesnake, according to the observations of Geyer, also follows the poor little creature with a great deal of perseverance. Winter often causes sad havoc among the numerous young brood born in summer. Yet they are very plentiful, 
at least in favorable years the great fecundity of the female making up for the losses their chief protection against enemies is the difficulty in finding them and the amazing nimbleness they display as they dart between and under hedges like wrens the beauty and gracefulness of the ground squirrels render them interesting pets but as they never become quite tame are timid and addicted to biting and gnaw everything in the cage they are not very desirable to keep their care presents no difficulties and they thrive well on the simplest diet of grain and fruit greenwood cemetery brooklyn new york is suffering for the second time in its history from a too great increase in its colony of chipmunks eighteen years ago they became such a nuisance that a trapper was employed and twenty-eight thousand small striped pelts were the results of his first year's work this year it was noticed that an unusual number were about even in the early spring when the chipmunks first appear after a winter sleep now it is estimated that there are at least twenty thousand chipmunks in the cemetery and a great deal of damage has been done through their burrowing habits they have undermined the gravestones and even in many cases cause graves to sink in when rainwater has helped to hollow out their burrows the chief enemies of the chipmunks are the florists for the animals nip growing plants at the roots to reach the sap one brooklyn florist says that since decoration day he has had to put in two hundred fifty new plants to keep up an original plat of one hundred fifty florists with contracts to keep graves in condition have entered strong protests but outside florists who work by the piece have been making money the eight special policemen on the grounds have been furnished with poison nuts to scatter about no diminution has yet appeared in the chipmunk army as they reproduce three or four times a year and increase fourfold in a season if not checked but if poison fails another trapper may be called in our animal friend says that some children were feeding chickens with some stale bread one day and two or three chipmunks appeared they wanted the bread too and every time the children threw a bit down both chickens and chipmunks would make a rush for it and nearly always the chipmunks got it one of them was particularly smart he gathered all his pieces in a little pile between two stones and he seemed to keep one eye on them and the other on the lookout for fresh pieces all the time at last one of the chickens saw the pile and made a run for it but its owner got there first and he just sat right down on the top of the heap and chattered the chicken kept on coming nearer and looking rather as if he would fight for it so mr chipmunk sat straight up twirled his tail and just seemed to shake with anger then another came along to help him and the two tucked all the pieces into their pockets and off they darted leaving the poor chicken looking awfully disappointed end of section sixteen